You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN Gamescoop. I'm your host, Damon Hadfield. Joining me this week, Jared Petty. Scoop! Brian Altano. <laughs> Marty Sleva. That was disarming. <laughs> yeah, I had to wake you up. A little afternoon coffee for you. we got a great show for you this week. We're going to talk about... Uh, the of wars, both of the god and gears varieties. Oh. <laughs> the of wars <laughs> become these of wars. Have. <laughs> We're gonna talk about dead space, but first, uh, to let you know, anyone who's going to PAX East, uh, the schedule is out now, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, the IGN panel is going to be 7 p.m. on Saturday. Mm-hmm. It's a good, good time slot. Yeah, and then there's gonna be a party afterwards. We'll, be a party afterwards. we'll have more details to share uh, about that to share with you soon. But uh, 7 p.m. IGN panel in the Dragonfly Theater. <gasps> Saturday night. Terrifying. I don't like dragonflies. Dragonflies are, you know, one time uh, I used to ha- I used to spend summers in Louisiana with mm-hmm. my uncle and my cousin, and we'd go out in the swamps, and they would fish, and I hated sw- fishing, but I had to go. And one time, these two dragonflies landed on the side of the boat, and they were humping, <gasps> and uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> get away get, from me. Now I can get behind Like, one is, like, mounted on the top of it, and it's, like, pulsing. You can, yeah, like, bugs having okay, sex yeah. is weird. Like, I mean, yeah. if, if anyone in this room could fly, you would totally do that. What, Wait. just do it while flying? Yeah, hump in the, hump in the sky. <laughs> I I'll enjoyed, let you think about that. I'm not the even, answer is yes. I'm not even part of the Mile High Club for humans. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> so. Francis. Anyway, God of War. Let's do God of War first, mm-hmm. even though Gears comes first alphabetically. But the news about God of War <laughs> this week came out first. Uh, we're hearing God of War 4 could be based in Norse... Mythology. Woo-hoo. Yeah, there was a uh, concept art leak, uh, and it showed a character who may or may not be Kratos. Mm-hmm. He sort of looks physically like Kratos, but he has a big beard, and he's got like a hammer or an axe, mm-hmm. and then a bunch mm-hmm. of really colorful settings uh, that would take place uh, along, like you know, the Bifrost and, and Asgard and all that yeah. nonsense. Yeah. So we know in the next Gears of War or God of War is in development, but it mm-hmm. hasn't been officially announced. Yeah, Corey uh, Barlog or Balrog. Either the demon from Lord of the Rings or the, <laughs> or the, the boxer from Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> Balrog. Demon uh, of the ancient who, world. Uh, he was the lead on God of War 2. He mm-hmm. left the studio and then he came back. And he, I think it was like PSX 2014, like offhandedly, was like, oh yeah, we're working on God of War 4. And everyone was like, okay. What? I think this is a wonderful <laughs> yeah. fit. Like, I, I got the, the, the Norse gods had an opportunity to actually be heroes. They could die. If you read like the Elder Edda or any of that stuff, they, they, they were actually people who constantly fought against the darkness and aspired against powers they knew they couldn't defeat, but they fought anyway. These really great stories. But they were also a people who worshipped violence to the point that the only way to go to heaven was to die trying to kill somebody. Yeah. I mean, that is a perfect setting for a game that's about ripping people's heads off and going, Rah! 
Roar! You know, I really think that's my that favorite scene is, in God of War Three. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I've that's never the description in on Wikipedia. Ah! Press, <laughs> press triangle to Roar. <laughs> exactly. And I've never been really grabbed by God of War before. I like Greek mythology. I, I studied Greek in college. I care a lot about the culture. But I think because of that, the whole like roids didn't really get me. But in Norse mythology, I mean, the Vikings were an articulate people in a lot of ways. But they also, you know, whoop butt up and down Europe for several hundred years. Their culture was built largely on conquest, and this is this is a much more appropriate fit for that kind of just angry, stabby, bloody uh, kill fest. So I'm, I'm excited about you it. You sound like a Norse fanboy. I yeah. am a Norse fanboy. Oh, <laughs> Nor- man. A grew Norse up, boy. Grew up reading <laughs> the mighty Thor, grew up reading, reading the, the Norse myths, love this stuff. All right, so you like the idea of a Norse god of war. I think it's a, a wonderful fit for a game. How about, yeah. how about Brian and Marty? I'm into it. I think I think those series need something kind of fresh and new. I think yeah. going back to that same sort of seven different giant statues to run around and break their arms and stuff like that. <laughs> it's fine and I want I do want to see it looking beautiful on PS4 but mm-hmm. like yeah let's let's drag this this old franchise into a new setting. Yep. I think it's, almost every other video game franchise has reinvented itself in some way at this point uh, at least by the fourth one. I mean so it's 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 the perfect time to do something like that. Yeah, and the the first three God of Wars were critical and commercial successes mm-hmm. and then Ascension sort of left a pox mark on uh, the series. And so everyone kind of forgets that that was a thing, right? Um, just like Gears of War, Judgment. Judgment, like, yeah, mm-hmm. totally, totally. Which yeah. is weird that yeah, these these series have, have strong parallels. But yeah, the Norse stuff looked cool. It looked really colorful. Um, and the idea that like Norse, we were talking about this the other day, like Norse mythology by by virtue of Thor and the Avengers, like people yeah. sort of have a you know a, a very scant knowledge of like what that is. Like, oh, I know who Thor is. I know who some of these characters are in this place and Odin and there's a hammer. Uh, it's such yeah. a rich mythology. I mean, the Norse gods they could die. And, and did frequently, and and they it, it really presents a world where there's a lot of risk, and they're also because they were kind of built on this whole Valhalla for battle thing. There's a lot of really cool monsters and quests that you could just set things in. You know, the Norse invented hell as we understand today. Hell's a Norse word. There, there's just these, all these really neat things you could do with it. I, I'm very excited. Plus, you can call it God of Thor, and that's kind of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, that's prediction: uh, this game is gonna be open world. Oh. What? Whoa. Well, that would be very, very different since uh, God of War is so scripted and so yeah. cinematic. Yeah. Why that prediction? I don't know. Okay. Okay. So I, I looked into a mirror the other day, and that's what the voice told me. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. Marty was right about uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider being delayed. That's true. So that's true. Rise yeah. of the Tomb Raider. Twenty sixteen. How to He's a magical mirror in his in his apartment. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kratos, as far as I know, is a Greek name. Yes, it is. Yes. So does that mean could there be a God of War without Kratos? Absolutely, we have and to have I, a new, I think a new hero. Yeah, I, I think there should be too. I, uh, three, three is good enough. We we managed to move on at Assassin's Creed to new characters. I think it's worked before, and it could work again as long as you create a compelling and interesting person. Yeah, I mean, Kratos wasn't. Kratos was well, a cool character. He wasn't necessarily an interesting. I don't character. know that I would call Kratos a compelling. He would just or scream person. God's names, Calliope, mm-hmm. and then like he killed McDonald's. his wife. McDonald's. <laughs> people, grab, people grabbed onto him though. I mean, he, oh, he totally. had the hook. You yeah. know, he was yeah. like, okay, this is a guy, and he sort of represents the testosterone gene in its purest and most gross video game form. Mm-hmm. And people, for some reason, gravitated toward that. Yeah. Uh, you can create somebody else at least that appealing yeah. as long as there's something to say. And there's sort of a there's a void in the like 3D action genre. I mean, Bayonetta two was yeah. awesome. But mm-hmm. since then, like we don't have a ton of like. Doesn't seem like we're getting a new Devil May Cry. No, nothing we're not like that. Get a Musha anytime soon. We're getting probably. the Ninja Turtles game, yeah. which is like not real, not M rated. No, I think those are slightly Although different there was audiences. Something grotesquely mature about like adult teen- teenagers <laughs> walking around eating street pizza and fighting pigs. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. It's a dark. It's a dark theme yeah. to imagine. It's true. That tortured existence. <laughs> Well, Kratos pretty much killed all the Greek gods. Yeah, yeah, they're all gone. No one left killed. <laughs> yeah. So this led me to wonder what what gods, it, what Norse gods would be available to be killed oh. in a Norse god of war. I did I did some research. Ooh. Okay. Uh, there's of course Odin. Mm-hmm. He's Thor's dad. Yep. Uh, he had a bad habit. He would roam around uh, seducing and impregnating women. Mm-hmm. What? That's not a habit. That's a <laughs> crime. <laughs> Wait, that's a, that's you can impregnate a, women? That's, that's a, a spree of crimes. Well, this is why <laughs> many mortals can trace their ancestry back to Odin. 
We're so all Odin. maybe the hero could be related to Odin. Oh now. wow, that could be cool. Also, Norse mythology remarkably progressive in placing the onus for infidelity not on the woman but on the man. One of the first cultures in uh, the Western world to do that. So he's like the Norse mythology old dirty bastard. Yes, <laughs> but he's also uh, that's one. Yeah. Again, a lot of these gods have multiple aspects. Yeah, I mean, it's also a guy that, according to some stories, p pulled out his own eye to like save humanity and gain knowledge so of the world. So. Yeah, ODB yeah. did that. That was on the third track on his second album. <laughs> There are, of course, <laughs> Thor and Loki. Yeah, yep. yeah. We're well familiar with, thanks to Avengers. Mm -hmm. uh, Sif is Thor's wife, yep. and mm -hmm. I think she was known for her golden hair, and Loki cut it off in her sleep. What a dick. What a, yeah. wow. Really? Yeah. <laughs> was he like that hard up for money? There is Hell. There is uh, Hell. Hell is either a goddess or a monster, daughter of Loki, and she ruled over the land of the dead. Mm -hmm. It ruled over the land of the dead. Frey is a fertility god. Oops. Freya is the goddess of sex. Eden. Mm -hmm. uh, is the goddess of spring and immortal youth. And there's loads spring? more. There's a yeah. whole bunch more. Yeah. Like there's the a, season? The season. There's spring, a thing yeah. called the Midgar Serpent. That's like a big snake. You yeah. probably rip that thing's wang off. You got yeah. the yeah. Midgar Serpent. You got, you got the Frost Giants. You've got Baldur the Brave. You've, the all Valkyries. Yeah. The Val oh, the Valkyries would be awesome. There's yeah. a Hart, which is the kid with the ring. Who yeah. Also yeah. Has he was the chimpanzee. Yeah. 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 He was, was the lamest <laughs> of he was the lamest of the Norse gods. Yeah. Him, him and his four friends get together and, yeah. and summon Captain Planet. Who's oh, the yeah. other. That, that American fire god, he was really irritating too. He was all like brash. And then the Russian girl would be like, I am Soviet. Sorry. We got lost in Captain Planet lore for a second there. Uh, Anyway, if this uh, if this were to be announced soon, E3 would probably be a good time. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, it'd be cool if that was one of those Fallout S games announced at E3 and came out this fall. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know how likely that is. I think this yeah. fall is going to be all about Horizon Zero Dawn yeah. or Sony. Yeah, Last Guardian. Uh, hopefully, Last Guardian. Although yeah. I don't just know. laugh. I mean, Horizon yeah. <laughs> Zero Dawn, man. That really I, I just wouldn't be surprised if Last Guardian is a 2017. Oh sure, game. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like Horizon Zero Dawn. But they showed us a 2016 logo. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> they wouldn't possibly lie to us. <laughs> All right, stay tuned for more on the next God of War. But for the next Gears of War, that one is, is for sure happening. Yeah. And we know what that is. And it has a release date now, October 11th. Yeah, that's super 10, exciting. 10-11. Whoa. 12-16. Uh, <laughs> for a second, I was like, they did it. And I'm like, that was four years ago. <laughs> Uh, I think it was uh, Skyrim that came out, 11, 11, 11? Yep, that's yep. right. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good. Uh, now, I think Gears of War 4 is now the latest big game we know of with a release date this year. Yeah, it's the uh, sort of last week we had Final Fantasy with uh, September, September 30th. 30th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so that sort of started the, like, this is what fall is about. And yeah. then this, yeah, October 11th, uh, which is super exciting. Um, yeah, we don't know a ton about the game yet. Like, we saw that short six-minute single-player demo at E3 last year. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we haven't seen any footage from the game since then. And game Informer had a cover story, but it was more about just, like, who the characters were. And the setting. Yeah. And the setting. Yeah. And it takes place 20, 25 years after. In the woods, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like one, a night. One night. One night in the woods. One night in the woods. Yeah. Yeah. It's a horror game now. Which is yeah. awesome. I'm suddenly cool. interested. Yeah. I have never cared too seconds about a Gears of War game. And I thought that I'm, was going to go so many different directions. No, no. I couldn't come up with a good word. <laughs> Two shakes of I'm bad at words. Uh, and no, I've never cared about Gears before, and the idea that it's like this one-night horror game, is yeah. Like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. Characters seem cool, and then uh, we get more, we're getting a multiplayer beta soon. Yeah. Mm. Was it Gears of War 2 where they went inside the belly of that yeah. giant slug thing? Yeah. And yeah. it was like a straight up like horror game? Yeah. I really like that. Like, mm -hmm. I, I like... I think that uh, the more they kind of lean on the action elements in terms of gameplay, mm. but lean on horror stuff in terms of setting, um, that's awesome. Uh, we don't, like you said before, we don't really get a lot of third-person action games. Mm. Like the Resident Evil franchise is all but gone, basically. Yeah. I don't Although know if they're they working did on sort of gears. Gears of War up Resident Evil. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. in five and six. Well, yeah. those like I feel like those games had a little back and forth going for a while there. But um, I mean, they're re-releasing six, five, and four. In that order? Yeah, that's so weird. Why? Yeah. I don't understand. Resident Evil? Yeah. 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 I'll wait for 4 because it's awesome. Um, but I, I love that perspective. I love that gameplay in Gears of War. Like, we've gotten so many, like, sort of, like, cover shooters since then. But, like, this is the OG, you know? Like, this mm -hmm. is the one that, like... Like, yeah, bring it back. And I can't wait to see that it looks on Xbox One. They've talked about some really cool systemic improvements, too, like the ability to shoot down cover from areas above you, but it's like a risk-reward thing because there's these big cocoons and monsters sometimes burst out of them, but you can also drop them down to get quick cover when you need mm -hmm. it. And they've redone melee kills so that they're really fast. Like, you yep. can't just crouch right next to somebody and not be able to hit them anymore. A lot of really neat innovations like that. And also they went to northern Italy and went out in the countryside and, like, the Renaissance cities around there and used that mm -hmm. to model this whole weird sci-fi world that's 
pretty much completely different than anything we've seen in a Gears game before. Yeah, it's so odd. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I love when, when franchises reinvent themselves in smart, interesting ways. I don't know if it's going to work, but thank God they tried. Just like, like Friday the 13th Part 5, A New Beginning. Indeed, where the <laughs> paramedic, spoilers, is actually the killer. It's actually not yeah. Jason Voorhees. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's a Shyamalan twist. Yeah. That's yeah. right. True. Marty, you were tweeting about Gears of War 4 this morning. Yeah, very excited. It seemed like you were excited. So a, you're, you're a gear boy. I'm a gear boy. Yeah. Uh, Gears of War 2 is one of my favorite 360 games. Uh, yeah, and I always, I'm really, I prefer third-person shooters to first-person shooters. Like, I like Halo, I like Call of Duty, but like, I love Gears. But let mm -hmm. me ask you this. Uh -oh. October 11th is the yeah. release date. Yeah. What if that's also the release date for ukulele? What You're having a you weird do? weekend. I'm <laughs> 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 having a really weird weekend. I mean, it's ukulele. I got to do ukulele. Yeah. Ukulele is supposed to be out this October. Yeah. Who knows? Really? Who knows if it'll be out this That's October? Man, I'd be really That's excited about that. You think so? Oh. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not too. Moving on. Let's check in with the listeners. Hi, listeners. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the listener there. <laughs> Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Thomas Wade in Conway, Arkansas did. Greetings, Thomas. He says, he writes to us about Dead Space. <gasps> when the original Dead Space became backwards compatible for Xbox, I was overjoyed. I've always held this game close to my heart, but as I started a fresh playthrough, I was a little surprised at how well it still holds up after eight years. The atmosphere is palpable, the monsters are genuinely terrifying, and the plot is intriguing. This got me thinking, does Isaac Clarke... <clears throat> Does Isaac Clarke have another adventure in him? Okay. Is it time for a reboot, or has this series run its course? What do you guys think? The last uh, Dead Space was Dead Space 3 in 2013? Yeah. Early 2013, yeah. I want to say? I, either before or... No, it must, it must have been... It was, it was, it was before that. It was they, early they also did yeah. like an iPad game that was a tie-in that was like yeah. kind of similar to the first one. Um, yeah, it's, it's so weird to, <clears throat> to be into video games and follow a franchise so closely. And just it just becomes part of your vernacular for a few years, and then just completely vanishes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, especially from a company like EA, like I, I, they seem like the kind of of, of people that would yeah, hold like, on to something like that and like take care of it. How many battlefields have there been? Yeah. yeah. Like I don't. I don't know. But it's, I mean, Visceral moved on to work on a battlefield yeah. game. You know, that's, and that's now they're the working count. on Amy Hennig's Star Wars game, right. yeah. which so. I feel like that's the. The reason EA was willing to give up a thing like Dead Space is because it's like, oh, well, we can focus on this instead, right. which the game can be the worst game ever and it'll still sell millions of copies. Mm -hmm. It also won't be the worst game ever because yeah. Mihannik's pretty good at making video games. Yeah. 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 So is Visceral. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, that trilogy, and then there was there was an epilogue, DLC epilogue that came out for Awakening. Three. Awakening, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, and I feel like at least Isaac Clarke's story is done. Well, yeah. He is still alive. Spoilers. He is still alive at the end of Awakening. Oh. Mm -hmm. And it's a little like I don't think the whole situation is a result. Yeah. They didn't they didn't like destroy all the necromorphs. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. You could continue that story, but I wonder like he mentions a reboot. I don't yeah. know like you could right. do Yeah, a reboot or a spin-off. I, I I Extraction is my favorite Dead Space game. Mm -hmm. yeah, that's is that the silly, Wii one? That's the light gun shooter. Yeah, yeah. which is it's really good. Uh, it's a, it's a wonderful on-rails light gun shooter. I don't even shooter. remember that. That was on oh, Wii. Yeah, it was on yeah. Wii. Yeah, you should play this. I totally it's, don't it's, remember it. It's a great like 3-hour like uh, couch co-op oh, experience. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember it's this really game. good. Yeah, and uh, it, it's a lot of fun. They did that House of the Dead Overkill. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, that, was yeah. that was like a grindhouse movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If he, the, where like the American flag would fly up and go gorgasm. Like yep. when you, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what I do funny. at the end of sex. Yeah, yeah. there were like seven f bombs. You have you an American flag is right next to the bed. <laughs> gorgasm. Is that what dragonflies do it? Or yeah, yeah. All right. just called gorgasm. Yeah, gorgasm. So that off those rails. Yeah, why not? It's it's a yeah. so I I love the original Dead Space. Yeah, yeah. Same. And I liked Dead Space Two, but not as much because they were like moving the series into more of an action game instead yep. of a survival horror game. And then Dead Space Three is like more of a, just a third person shooter, like a Lost Planet game. Yep. Yeah, it was even felt like a lot because you're in the middle of the snowy place. Yeah. And yeah, I thought Dead Space Three looked kind of boring. And I agree, like one is incredible, and I think two mm -hmm. walked a pretty good balance between <coughs> action and horror. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to see it go back to because I mean, survival horror is bigger now than ever, like mm -hmm. with Let's Plays and everything, with stuff yeah. like Outlast and the Paranormal Activity VR thing we played. Uh, so I would love to see what this uh, a next-gen take on a sort of simplified, spooky uh, Dead Space would be. I totally agree. I'd yeah. play that in a heartbeat. Five Nights with Freddy's crossover. That's no, what you don't have. say that. Don't yeah. make it happen. Yeah, get all those space aliens pop out, little Muppets. So if they were going to make a, a new Dead Space game, Visceral is busy working on a Star Wars game. I presume their whole team is dedicated to that. They don't have another team that they can work on yeah. Dead Space. Who... 
should EA assign Dead Space to? Oh, wow. Oh, great question. Um, I have the answer. PopCap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to make money, yeah. Uh, PopCap got together originally because they wanted to make like a quote real video game with it, and, and mm -hmm. they just made other stuff to fill in the gap and they never stopped because yeah. they were making tons of money. And, yeah. You know. Now I was looking at uh, EA's roster of studios and there didn't really seem to be a good fit. They've got studios that do like RTS stuff and sports games, but no one that does like third person ad like adventure. Yeah, yeah, gaming. DICE doesn't really touch that. Yeah, um, they're doing like multiplayer focused. Yeah, Visceral was sort of a singular studio. Visceral was like the one to do it. Yeah. I know. yeah. I mean, they own the Jade Raymond studio, uh, Motive, yeah. which we don't know what that what their game is. It's probably they're supposed to be working on something Creed new, right? Like yeah, new I imagine IP. there's something, it's gonna be like Assassin's Creed in terms yeah. of like, EA doesn't really have a big open world, you know, yeah. Ubisoft-esque game. How, yeah. about, uh, how about farming it out to From? Man, that'd From be software. Yeah. What are they up to these days? After Dark Souls three, nothing. No one's Bloodborne two. I mean, it, probably Bloodborne two. Yeah, it would be like it would be. There'd be some weird jankiness to it, but I kind of like the idea of like From's take on a uh, on a Dead Space universe. I yeah, I would love fun. to see. That's actually really smart. Yeah, and they From Software did the Armored Core exactly. series before Dark Souls, so they at least yeah, know that could be cool. Yeah, that's kind of uh, that's kind of where my mind was going. It's like the, the convergence of yeah. these two things. Man, those things are scary looking. I don't like so, that. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean that's. From software can handle that. Yeah, <laughs> those are tame compared to the, yeah. some of the arms coming yeah. out places where arms exactly. shouldn't come out. Yep. Yeah, dead souls, dark space, blood space. Well, dead born. Have, but I, I don't want it to be a blood space. I don't want it to be a dark souls game. I, 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 I want it to be a I want it to be a dead space game. Yeah. Just yeah. with that, just with that that ni that nice little touch they could give it. I don't want it to be like a souls game and everything. But sorry, yeah. we already invented Deadborn and they're making it, so <laughs> okay. we're going to have to sit back for a few uh, years. And I mean, yeah. like you know, Japanese <laughs> the Japanese no horror. I mean, from Resident Evil to yep. Silent Hill to The Ring, The yeah. Ring, kind of good at The that. Grudge, Ringu. Ringu, yes. <laughs> the crotch. Ragu? Uh, did you guys, total tangent, but did you guys see they, they made a The Grudge versus The Ring movie? Yeah, in Japan. What? Yeah. Was really? it just like yeah, a and they, like, ghost they fight boy each other? Ghost girl? I guess it's like they, I don't know if the. It's like Freddy versus Jason. Like, guess, they make yeah. The Grudge watch The Ring. They're just on a teeter totter hissing at each other for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> just back and forth. People sitting in the middle screaming, <laughs> who can kill the most horses? <laughs> Yeah, I love how it's like, well, that's ridiculous. Anyway, here's the fourth Freddy vs. Jason movie. Yeah. Alien yeah. vs. Predator 3. Like, yeah. yeah. I kind of like Batman Freddy vs. Jason. Batman vs. Superman. I, yeah. I thought Freddy, Freddy vs. Jason was cute. I, I, I like that movie. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. Cute. That's, yeah. that's what they were going for. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was a box quote. Cute, Jared Petty. <laughs> cute like a demon. You're no, a, it you is not. <laughs> <laughs> of course not. <laughs> All right, next email comes from Suicide King. The oh. Suicide King himself. He spells with a Z. To a Zide King? Yeah. Oh, wow. He says, with the PS4.5, all but confirmed oh. at this point, I feel that Microsoft has more to gain than Sony. It is well known Xbox One is underpowered compared to the PS4. I remember Sam Claiborne mentioning that when he is playing Xbox, in the back of his mind, he's always wondering how much better the game would look on Sony's console. My thought is that if both companies release an upgraded version of their current consoles, Microsoft can even the playing field or even possibly make their version slightly better. Mm -hmm. This in turn would allow Sony to lose their advantage in this area of the console war. Would love to hear your thoughts. I'm scared to death of an arms race. Uh, I, this isn't an add-on pack we're talking about, at least not, not from what I understand. We're talking about a whole new piece of hardware that, that yes, it's going to have some backward compatibility, it sounds like. Uh, it'll run, quote-unquote, the same titles, but you know you're getting a less... A, a, a lower fidelity experience of some kind. And I am worried about a high cost arms race. I don't want to buy a new console every three years. Um, I have PCs for that, and I enjoy them for that. But the console space has existed for almost 40 years in a place where once you bought what you bought, you had an idea that you'd made a major investment that was going to be good for you for, you know, probably a five to seven year period. Now, yeah. I hope it doesn't sound too much like an old man. No. But I'm already tired of buying a new phone every two years. The last thing I want to do is do that with another piece of expensive home electronics just because... <sighs> See, I think, if, I think if you can subsidize the cost then it becomes a non-issue. Mm -hmm. Like, I, no joke, I'm glad you brought up the phone thing, because I, when I first started reading the rumors about PS4.5, I was reading it on my iPhone, and I got a text from AT&T being like, you are eligible for a new upgrade. And I was actually going to, I was going to complain about 
I was like in the middle of typing something somewhere where I was just like, this is dumb, they should never do this. And it was just like, an, oh, cool, new phone. Oh, awesome, yeah. I want to get one of those. Yeah. Uh, so if they, made, if they made some sort of thing where you could trade in, I know when I bought my last iPhone, I traded in my old phone on the spot. And at the Apple store, they paid me for it and took that money and put it directly towards my new purchase. And it was just like, oh, wow, awesome. You just knocked like 150 bucks off of this thing. So if that's something they can do, um, I'm, I'm into it. Uh, what worries me is then when do I do that again? Like, if this is something that happens once a generation, uh, that now becomes I buy a PS4 and then PS4.5 and then I buy in three years a PS5 and a PS5.5. I'm kind of okay with that. Yeah, the PS4 SE. Oh, yeah, no. but if it's like, dude, if it gets to that kind of, that, th that thing where it's just like every year is uh, not just a cosmetic difference, but it's also like, oh, it, it's quieter or it's faster. Yeah, it rose gold. Yeah, yeah rose gold. <laughs> And, and that's what I'm worried about. I don't, I don't want to deal with that kind of escalation. I, I hope it touch. Has, I hope it's like an old man, maybe. But it, it is, uh, it's a little frustrating. This is a space where I've had a pretty good idea what the market was going to offer me for a long time. I don't see a need for this to change. I, I understand. Yeah, you, you don't sound like an old man because an, a huge part of the video game market is younger you know, teenagers that don't yeah. have lots of money to burn. Totally. Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah, it's that weird balance where, like, on one hand, I'm like, oh man, it'd be kind of cool if. I mean, the whole 4K thing doesn't really apply to any of us. None of us have 4K TVs, I don't mm -hmm. think. And uh, 4K streaming is not, like, uh, uh, the American bandwidth infrastructure is not going to be right. able to handle it for quite a while. Uh, so that part doesn't really excite me. But the idea of being like, oh, man, what if the load times are better? And what if uh, they looked a little bit better, or the particle effects? Like, it would be the equivalent of if you were gaming on a PC going from, like, high to ultra settings. Mm -hmm. We're like, you're not losing anything content-wise. Right. It's not like the game on high doesn't look good. It's just on ultra, you get a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I totally feel the same way. I'm like, well, I bought these two things at launch, and I don't want to get boned by people who waited three or four years. Um, well, the, the PC thing's a really good uh, comparison, though, because I, th I mean, we are talking about how people do have limited income, but that doesn't seem to affect people who are in the high-end PC market, and they're gamers, and they want to buy. They can like they can buy a game today and run it as best as possible, or they can up their graphics card and run it better. And that's yeah. an option you have. I think when you get to a point where it's like, I, I look at stuff like the Ninten new Nintendo 3DS, right? Mm. And when we first heard about that, I was terrified that it was going to split the market because all these games would end up only being on the new Nintendo 3DS and the millions of people yeah. that owned a regular 3DS couldn't play it. Uh, turns out like two games ended up there. And now yeah. Super you know? Nintendo games. Somehow. And Super Nintendo, like, yeah. yeah, like the actual, the actual benefits of having that console ended up mostly being uh, so Twenty-five-year-old games, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like which is very weird to me. So I think if the options there, it's okay. If it starts getting to a point where you feel like you have to upgrade because you're missing out, mm -hmm. then there's a problem. Um, it's also a big, like this is a big problem for the console wars, because mm -hmm. like if I'm supposed to argue as a PlayStation guy against Xbox, <laughs> and now I have to fight my own PlayStation people about which PlayStation's better, it's yeah. tearing yeah. us. You're tearing this family <laughs> apart. Which is why console wars are dumb. One of oh, the yeah, of yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, you are the most anti-console war person I know. Yeah, no, uh, I'm I'm completely uh, agnostic when it comes to yeah. video game platforms yeah. for the most part. It's, it's also I can't imagine someone if they say someone just owns a PS4 and then all of a sudden a PS4.5 comes out, them being like, I'm going to spend $400 on the PS4.5, I'd be like, well, what if you spent that on an Xbox so you could play stuff like Sunset Overdrive and Halo and Gears, or yeah. spend that on an NX so you could play... Wibby's Wobby World or whatever. And they can talk all they want about the power of the consoles and what they're capable of, but the fact is is that people get better and better and better at creating software for platforms as time goes on. When you, you go back and look at GTA V at the end of the last gen, it, you know, smoke ought to have been coming out of the side oh, of, of, of your 360. Yeah. Yeah. But that was because people developed a, a high expertise of craftsmanship. I, I don't quite buy that three years in, we're far enough in that we've reached that apex yet. Yeah. I, I, I feel like this does not serve the majority of consumers. It squeezes them. And well, that's my gut check on I'm, this. I'm totally with you on that. And I don't feel like it's an either-or scenario, but spe especially coming from Sony, like, hey, maybe prioritize your first-party studios to make really awesome software right now, which I know is happening, but this generation has not been fantastic for totally. first-party stuff. Um, the Order 1886 is one of the best-looking games on consoles, period. Uh, it's not a great game, but at no point during that was I like, man, this, this needs better graphics. Yeah, like, that needed, wasn't the problem. That wasn't yeah. the problem. <laughs> yeah. You know, graphics haven't really been the problem this generation. I haven't really looked at anything and been like, that's an issue, you know? I, I, I'm more concerned with get, get better quality games, you know? Get more people working on interesting software, because that's, 
That's first and foremost. I think that you're going to sell PS4.5s to a bunch of people who already have a PS4. Right. I don't know how many people who are on the fence on getting a PlayStation console are going to jump in with the 4.5. Like, it doesn't make a ton of sense to me, you know? Mm -hmm. I think you're going to sell the people who are already there, the diehard Sony people, and then, you know, from there, what do you do? Like, you yeah. keep splitting up that market. So. And I'm really, I'm really sort of confused if it's just going to phase out the PS4. Like, if it will be introduced at the same price, and then a PS4 will drop in price, and then eventually phase out, mm -hmm. and well, three years well, from the, now, the 4.5 will look be at, Look at iPhones, forward. right? Like, any, any, when, you, when a new game comes to iOS, and you're like, I really want to play this, uh, like I saw a bunch of people playing Mitomo, obviously, and that game is like a surprisingly giant resource hog. Yeah. Like it mm -hmm. eats it destroys your battery. Your battery. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's very interesting because it's mostly just like a, an avatar of a guy walking around a, a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. I don't know why I'm so into it because that's <laughs> all I do in real life too. Uh, but people on iPhone fours are having trouble with this game. But it's like, yeah, you're on an iPhone four. Like you're you're phased out at this point. You're two phones behind or three phones behind. Like no, they're not interested in you anymore. Mm -hmm. So I think if we get to a point where it's like, you know. Horizon 2 only runs on the PS4.8 or whatever the hell it is by then. Like That's kind of a problem for anybody that bought a console expecting it to last seven years, which historically Sony consoles do, or consoles in general do. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's, it is, it's a little frustrating and it's a little painful even to watch happen. I, I, they're going to tell you that these things are not going to be phased out. No one is going to say, of course, you know, no, right. no, they'll be good forever. Nobody ever says that. When the DS came out, no, no, it's the third pillar. We're not abandoning the Game Boy. Yeah. We're just adding this. The Game Boy was dead two years later. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, it, it's, it's, this, that's how it works. If you buy into this, there's a very good chance that gradually that technology is going to get left behind. They will take as much money as we are willing to give them. And frankly, I kind of feel like we're being you know, pulled along by the nose a little bit. That on being this. said, if you... If you could upgrade your console and just give it to somebody, and they'll take, they'll give you the new one for a hundred bucks or something like that. Would you mm -hmm. take that deal? I'd think about it. Okay. I, I don't know if I do it or not, um, because I feel like I'm vilifying. You know, I do like, you know, there, there have been add-on packs. I've bought them before, and I'm a PC guy, so I know how the upgrade cycle thing works. But you know, again, Microsoft's already given me one world where I can buy new hardware every three years. It's called a Windows computing environment, and they help create the hardware-software right. loop that makes that necessary. I don't want to see that <coughs> invade the rest of my game. Did you buy the RAM pack on N64? No, oh, probably came no, with Donkey Kong. I mean, you had to play uh, Perfect Kong? Dark, right? Perfect you know, Dark. actually, I don't think I ever bought my own RAM pack. You steal um, one? Huh? <laughs> no, no, one? no, but I was living in a dorm at the time, so, so you know, the guy next door had the Perfect Dark with the RAM pack, so we yeah. just went over there. Got it. Yeah, no, I, I know a lot of people who are like, I cut cable, and I'm like, oh, how's it going? They're like, really good. I use my parents' Comcast a lot. Yeah. I'm like, doesn't count. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of any N64 I ever owned. I don't think I ever actually purchased a RAM pack from them. It's like three years. Yeah, I used interesting. It. Uh, all right, moving on. This is Hunter White from Clemson, South Carolina. What's up, Hunter? He says, I'm a new viewer. I really love the show. Oh. I've been wondering, with all the recent discussion about the release of the Oculus Vive and PSVR, do you, Scoopman, mm. intend to purchase a VR headset this year? Or will you wait to see if this new platform for gaming becomes popular with consumers and game designers? I'd like to take us on Scoopman for a second. I think the four of us should start dressing like a doo-wop group and perform as the Scoopman. Um, just a thought. But. Yeah. Scoop, right. it's, but it's, our scoop genre has to be scoop wop. Scoop wop. Although, <laughs> we got to scoop wop right here. <laughs> Speaking of Italy, I didn't say that. I disavow all knowledge about Tom. <laughs> All right. All right. So, anyway. the, yeah, VR. I think, Brian, did you say you pre I thought Hunter White was the most racist thing said in the last 30 seconds. Uh, I. I did, uh, did pre-order the PSVR. I got the core pack, not the bundle one, because I have the camera already, um, which means I have to like buy some weird old move controllers somewhere. You can probably find some in a drawer. That's somewhere. the weirdest thing about, about PlayStation VR is the idea of me buying PlayStation move controllers in yeah. 2016. It's like, like the most futuristic the technology, here. but uh, you gotta get those weird th things that kind of look like dongs yeah. from like four years ago. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all. Like yeah. I, it's, it's, it's like if you had to get a new iPhone and they, you also had to bring a lantern. <laughs> like, um, so I'm, I'm into it. Uh, I'm I'm still I'm still terrified of the sort of moral and social ramifications of VR. Mm. Uh, I think the idea of like hiding inside a helmet when I could be spending time with my significant others is yeah. probably something I want to be doing more. I also like 
I have a feeling my wife is gonna mess with me when I'm wearing one of these things. Like she'll or she'll yell at me or something like that, or just come up with just I, I'll take it off. I'll have that ski mask. You know that like that red face, that ski goggle yeah. face you get when you do yeah. VR for a long time. And the apartment will be clean, and she'll be like, "I took care of everything." Your move, and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, man, I feel really guilty right now." I'm also but, nauseous. <laughs> I'm also nauseous. Yeah, I, sorry, you cleaned up. I just puked everywhere. Uh, I'm I'm interested in this in this thing. I'm not. I'm not sold yet that this is the future. I don't think this will be, nor do I want it to be the primary way that we indulge in video games in the future. I don't ever want it to be that. I don't think it needs to be. I think that like having that that disconnect between myself, the real the real world, and tel and the television in front of me, that someone can pass between us is a good thing. You know, it's sort of like healthy to yeah. remember that you are not completely lost in a fictitious imaginary universe. Yeah. So that said, I pre-ordered it because I'm a sucker for new things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, I'm probably not gonna get that this fall. That would be the only one I get. I don't have a uh, game. Yeah, I don't have a gaming PC. So and I don't have a giant room, so I couldn't really handle Vive. Uh, we're lucky enough to have it hooked up here in the office. Uh, but to me, this year is sort of like the first year of a. I guess it is like the first year of a console launch. Yeah. Where you look at stuff like it's like Killzone Shadowfall and Rise, and you're like, well, that's really pretty. But the real reason I'm buying this is for the games that are gonna come out two or three years from yeah. now. Yeah. Because you have that promise, and you know Uncharted 4 is gonna come out, you know Halo 5 is gonna come out. Uh, whereas with VR, I don't know what the games are like in two or three years. I don't have that promise yet, because no one's really proven yet. Like, I don't know what first-party Sony studios are gonna be able to make, and if it's gonna be something that I'm really gonna wanna invest $500 into. Right. So I'm gonna just, uh, optimistically hang out at the sidelines for a while. Nice. I think eventually it'll be super cool, and I will own it, but uh, as of now, Nope. I think piggybacking uh, off of our conversation about PS4.5, I'm terrified that they're going to annually update this thing too. Mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm scared of that as well. Are you getting uh, VR? Uh, so this year, I, I said on Beyond a couple of years ago that I pay a thousand bucks for an Oculus uh, if that's <coughs> what they asked for it, and uh, that was right before I had a giant like life-altering tragedy, and now I don't have any money, so I have to walk that back a little. Um, but the moment I've got the cash, I'm going to buy one. Uh, either Oculus, not necessarily an Oculus Vive or a PS uh, VR. I'm, I'm bouncing between each of them. I don't know which yet, but I'm going to buy one of the three uh, VR headsets and play around with it the moment I've got the cash to do it. Until then, I'm going to hang out after work late and play with the one we have here for free uh, oh. a lot because I, I, I'm kind of all in on this. I've been all in on VR since the early 90s when those things were traveling around arcades that they strapped to your head and you fought the pterodactyl oh, and yeah, drove yeah. the giant mech tank around. Terrible uh, games. Even that, but I love them. Like that <laughs> yeah. idea of being able to look around and see the world, it just grabbed me. Well, and Battlezone. You know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah I mean, Battlezone was yeah. rad. I love Battlezone. So yeah, I, I'm really in on this. I think they're, I, you know, I like things like say, you know, flight combat games and, and vehicle sims and mech sims. And these are all games that are like, Perfect for VR. A Mech Warrior game in VR would be the best thing I can imagine in the whole wide universe. When they announced um, that Star Wars Battlefront experience thing, I was like, okay, well, that's that's a thing I need to do. Yeah, it doesn't even matter what it is. Like, yeah, so it's coming. Yes. Yeah, so, so Damon, uh, the the short answer is, I'll buy it as soon as I have money. Mm -hmm. That is that is the plan. Yeah. What about you, Damon? Yeah, what about you're, you? you're a recently married man. I am a recently this, married this, man. I feel like this changes things a little bit. Yeah. Already, I guess I, I don't know if I told the story on Scoop yet. Uh, you know, I've, I've played video games around my wife uh, for as long as we've been together, mm -hmm. and she's never like she'll often play games with me, or she'll just be doing something while, I, while I'm playing. She's never like complained about it, ever, until just recently I was playing The Division, and she, for some reason that game, the endless gunfire of that game, she's like, "Can you just can you just turn that off for a while? Can we just <laughs> take a break from The Division yeah. for a while?" I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, um, I, I got those surround sound. Yeah, I gotta headphones. get. I gotta get the headphones. And that's like, yeah. that's that's a step in the right direction because yeah. it's like at least you you don't have to subject the entire apartment to the sounds of it. But also like, if your wife walks by, you can still see her. Yeah. You know, like if you have a thing on yeah. your face. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. So that's the thing I'm worried about about VR mm. is like not even having that. You know, just completely losing touch of whoever else is in the room. But what about the day that you're in VR after you're, you've been you've had a nice long session? You're like, all right, time for a break. You take off the headset, and she's just standing there naked. Yeah. Think about that. That could totally happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> How much did I, I pay for it again? <laughs> <laughs> I currently have no plans to get a VR uh, headset. For one thing, I have a Mac at home, can't, so I can't even use Oculus. I don't think Vive works with the Mac yet either. Yeah. No, I uh, haven't pre-ordered a uh, PSVR yet. I think uh, the experiences I've had have been neat. Yeah. yeah. Nothing I'm like rushing out to buy. But However, what I love to do the most in video games is explore new worlds. So when they really do make that Zelda or that Skyrim mm -hmm. or that 
Tomb Raider game that just works is, is really works perfectly in VR, then I'll probably be sold and I'll yeah. be like, all right, I need to I need to experience this. Yeah, there's also interesting, there's like the sort of non-gaming, like social and educational aspects of it, which we haven't really explored quite yet, but mm -hmm. the idea that Facebook went all in on Oculus yeah. just shows that like, they're thinking way beyond the, the realms of video games. And uh, Alana Pierce, who's one of our newest editors who uh, just moved recently from Australia, uh, she was super excited for the Werewolves Within, which is like a social party VR yeah. game. I mean, because Ubisoft, she's right? like, yeah, a Ubisoft game, she's like, <laughs> I would use this just to be able to sort of communicate and gesture with my friends and family back home. Yeah. yeah. Like, it feels more like you're in the same space as them than, a, you know, any multiplayer game does. And so, like, that sort of is the kernel of an idea that I think could eventually make VR Absolutely. Yeah. That, even like more a, mainstream than video games. Like a glorified chat client. Almost. Yeah. yeah. No, the, the, the Jedi Council holographic thing where you're just all sitting there. <laughs> right, and out. that's what that game yeah. does really yeah. well. And, you know? uh, yeah. I, I think we can make that work. And, and when that happens, when that, and when it's not a giant thing on your head, when it's a strip over your eyes, or when it's a contact lens, or when it's, some, or when it's a hologram, I, I, I really do think this thing's going to change the way we communicate with other people. I, yeah. I, I think Facebook is, is looking into the 20 or 30 year long game with us. Yeah, remember Kit Fisto? Uh, I do remember Kit Fisto. He was a wiener. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a cool dude. <laughs> yeah, he got what was coming to him. Or that Kiati Mundi guy. Yeah, just had, like, yeah. big old long big, head. Man, like I, I watched yeah. Force Awakens last night, just got, just got my Blu-ray in, and it was so rad just seeing all the wonderful crappy aliens, mm -hmm. like those great puppets yeah. walking around. It was yeah. so happy. Yep, Yeah. they were actually there too. Was remember Plu Kloon? Yeah. <laughs> Stop talking about that. <laughs> what, are the, what are the name of the new werewolf? Creatures in, in Force Awakens? Oh, that are the, in, Hask, the Hask thugs. Hask trio. There's three of them. There's three wolves. You only see the back of their heads in that movie, but you, if you watch the... Forget it. I used to see students in Japan practicing calligraphy. Like, they'd have a classroom off. You could see them through the glass. And every time I hear kanji club, I just see that bunch of oh, kids the so like making a little kanji there. They get it. Yeah, they're all there in the mm -hmm. little t-shirts. Yeah. Uh, real quick, before we get to Video Game 20 questions, what are we currently playing? Oh, great question. Uh, I played a really cool VR demo just yesterday. It was like an uh, awesome bullet hell shooter. And man, oh. it grabbed me. Yeah, it is really, is this really cool. It says, no, it's third person. Is that your, where your ship is? Yeah, the, your yeah. wand is the ship. So you're moving it around the 3D then? space. Huh? Yeah. This is a vibe game, yeah. And you're moving the wand around 3D space, and you're battling 3D enemies that are moving behind you and around you, and you can move forward and backward and up. And, and that was rad. It was like playing a cave shooter in true 3D. Yeah. Think and of like it Geometry was, Wars almost. Yeah, wow. yeah, it was wonderfully <laughs> responsive and really, really cool. And I was also very proud because I beat it the first time I played it. Um, but it was, uh, it was a lot well of fun. Well worth the $800. Well worth yeah. the $800, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it, I was just like, yes, just, just build me one of these that's like Life Force, and I'm there. And I hope I'm allowed to talk about that. I think I am. So. Well, you did. All right, Life Force? Call the yeah, cut. that game came out like 40 years ago. <laughs> oh, okay, that's, that's, yeah. that's it. The Road British. Yeah, that's right. It's called Salamander in Japan. Uh, it is called Salamander, although there are differences between Life Force and Salamander, actually. To I be mean, fair. Like, the animal or in, in the <laughs> no, the, between the games. Okay, got it. Yeah, uh, I'm playing sci-fi horror movie Life Force. <laughs> you seen that one? Yeah, oh, I've right. seen Life Force. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the uh, that was in uh, Electric Boogaloo, the new uh, the the thing about Canon Films. Oh, I want to watch that. Actually. Okay, they talk about the making of Life Force in that, and it's really neat. Okay, in my five years. At IGN, this is the most I've ever been lost in a conversation. Really? <laughs> yeah, incredible. Oh God, what have I? I'm so sorry. No, stupendous. No, okay. All right, Brian, what are you playing? Uh, I'm playing two games: Salt and Sanctuary. How is that? Uh, it's very difficult. Okay. It's a 100% just a 2D Souls game. Mm -hmm. So, like, you yeah, you trek through the first area. It's you beat the a bunch of guys. Dishwasher. Yeah. yeah. Developer, right? Mm -hmm. okay. And you get to a first boss, and he just absolutely wrecks you. Like, not even not even a chance in hell. Yeah. And you go back and you grind until you get level ten. And you go back to the boss, and he just beats the crap out of you again. And you just do that a lot until you you figure out you, it's really nice outside. <laughs> and it's really nice outside. And then you stop. In San and then when you feel like you're a glutton for punishment again, you bring it back in. So uh, I mean, I'm gonna get into Dark Souls three when it comes out. I think um, I might not play it like immediately, but I'll get to it eventually. But in the meantime, this has been kind of cool. It's not as Castlevania esque as I wanted it to be. Hmm. Although I picked uh, my hunter character is very Bloodborne ish, oh, nice. and he's actually got a whip and everything. Oh, awesome. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty close to Castlevania. Uh, so I'm playing that, and I'm also playing Star Fox. Uh, oh, yeah. Zero, which is um, still trying to figure out if, how much I really like it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of cool ideas in it. I'm not totally in love with the control style. Just yeah, so that's far. sort of yeah. been my main complaint since I first played it. At E3. Yeah, I, if there was a way to just play it with um, a pro controller and just fly through, I would have been totally excited about it. Um, there's a lot of just sort of weird finicky stuff with 
using gamepad as a second screen and like micro aiming and motion controls and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And um, to me, it's always been an arcade shooter and like kind of pick up and play. Yeah. And it kind of loses a beat within that. So uh, I've heard from people if you get really good at it, it's awesome. It becomes second nature. But a few hours in, that hasn't clicked with me yet. Mm -hmm. Marty, what's your plan? Uh, I'm finishing up uh, Ratchet and Clank for review, mm. um, which I guess I can talk about the first few hours. The preview embargo's up. Uh, it's really good. Yeah. Super gorgeous. It's one of the prettiest games, I think, on, on modern yeah. consoles. Uh, so colorful. The, the particle effects and the lighting are incredible. Uh, that's really cool. And then uh, just started Dark Souls 3, but I'm going to Japan next week. So, uh, yes, for secrets. Um, and so I'm going to put that on pause and then probably play... Uh, well, I, mean, I think we can tell everyone that you're going to From Software to see the next Dead Space. Yes, right. To see Dead Space. What was it called? Deadborn. Deadborn. Dead <laughs> what you going to play on the plane? Terrible uh, I have uh, Bravely Second. So I think I'm oh, cool. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm excited for that. I don't know if I could say that, but whatever. Well, there's no cops. Again. As Justin did. Davis would say... Call, call the, the cops, cops or there's no cops. <laughs> <laughs> call the cops, oh wait, there's no cops. <laughs> uh, last night I started playing Into the Gungeon. Nice. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. Very, very Vince cool. really likes it. Yeah. Uh, top down, pixel art, uh, bullet hell, roguelike. Yeah. Dungeon shooter. All the words. Really yeah. The yeah. most literal bullet hell is shooting bullets with bullets. Yeah. Like yeah. The guns. The, the enemies are like bullets, animated bullets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and they, there's also, there's like, Dozens of different guns you can get. Oh yeah, in that yeah. game called Gungeons. Yeah, mm -hmm. well, it's, they're Stop in the Gungeon. Do you fight oh. that big muscle bird yet? Yeah, the, that yeah. was the first boss I fought. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty wow. cool. Awesome. Yeah, uh, I really want to get into that. That's a very cool game. No oh, doubt. Uh, all right, it's time for video game twenty questions. Our uh, suggestion this week comes from the aforementioned Hunter White in Whoa. Clemson, South Carolina. He double dipping this episode. I yeah. like it. Your well, he, it was all part of one email. Good job, Hunter. Uh, your 20 questions begin now. Uh, was this game released after January 1st, 2000? Yes. All right. Is it a console game? Yes. Well, <coughs> yes. The answer to that is yes. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. Damn. Uh, is this game, <laughs> Burned one uh, already. <laughs> uh, was this released after uh, January 1st, 2006? Yes. Okay. So, uh, so last gen or current gen? Is this a game as associated with the current uh, console cycle. No. Okay. So we think it's 360, PS3. Yeah, but the way Damon answered the console question means it was like also on PC. Or also mobile. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. But which imme immediately eliminates like a bunch of, like, it's not Nintendo. Because they don't make PC games. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. But also, couldn't. what if it's a handheld game as well? Um, <sighs> is this game associated with uh, PlayStation 3? Not exclusively. Not exclusively. Okay. That's but that's, uh, that's the era where. Yeah. We start trying character. Do you play a human being in this game? Yes. Okay. Is it a single player only game? Yes. Ooh, that's Ooh pretty good. Nice. For some reason, my gut went to Mass Effect. Mass Effect. Ooh, certainly, uh, you could ask if it happens in space, or you could yeah. ask if it's. We in space? Yes. We spacing? We spacing. So we're. Did I already get it? First person, you play a human in space. No, not first person. We don't know. If it's no, no, we don't know if it's first person. That was oh, in my head. Is it a first person? No. Okay. Also, yeah, we're getting closer and closer to Mass Effect, aren't we? So uh, you play as a human. It's in space. It's on the Bioware. Develop it. Yes. That's ten. Okay. Well, now we got one through three, though. We got or, or we got. I sort of just want to guess. Oh no 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 no! We can't ruin Don't the record. Don't burn us like that. All right. Um, let's see. What what distinguishes? Uh, were people angry about the ending of this game? No. Okay. Ooh. Okay. I'm sure, some were. I mean. Yeah, but but uh, did this game originally appear on the 360? Yes. Okay, so it's one. Okay. Right? Uh, was one debuted on, on the 360? Did it be, yeah, before? The, three, it was never on PC before 360. I can't remember. Yeah, okay. but I mean, Mass Effect One and one. Two only came to PS. Because Microsoft published Mass Effect 1. Okay. Did Microsoft publish this game? Wait, based on what I just said. Now I'm no. really... Okay, I've confused myself. All right, All right I'm boned. No, Microsoft right. did not publish this game. <coughs> Wait, see, so is Rex in the second one or only the first one? I've never played any of them. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. What's, what's the distinguishing feature between the two? Is this game a sequel? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> that was good. That was real good. This game Mass Effect Two. Yes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you, you yeah. like you could have eliminated three because three has multiplayer. Ah, there oh. we go. I didn't realize that. 
Yeah. I, I you should have known notice. that, considering you've never played any of these games. <laughs> well done, Marty. With yeah, that's uh, uh, nice. Rolls yeah. games. You got, in there, you got in there pretty early. Three big holes. Yeah. Released in 2010. Don't ever say that again. My three big holes. That's my new sitcom. My three big holes. One of them's butt. <laughs> Back to the dragonflies again. Yeah. Uh, 2010 game, published by EA. Uh, came to 360 first. It yes. came to PS3 a year later. Okay. Yeah, okay, that's right. And my three big holes came to DS. It was published by Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually the game that uh, sunk uh, THQ. A lot of yeah. people think it's you draw, but it yep. was my three uh, holes. <laughs> there's a Doki Doki Shenpan Naojo joke in here somewhere. Is uh, there? Because uh, I don't know what that means. Man, if there is, I, I'm <laughs> guessing it's, it's you who is going to find it. Yeah. <laughs> I was That's just thinking right. there's a Doki Doki Shen Pan joke somewhere in there. No, we sh we shouldn't, no one should joke about that because it's the most horrible thing that ever happened. Really? Oh, yeah, it's awful. Where is it the a game? Doki Doki Mojo like Shenpan? War crime? It's not the most horrible yeah, I know. thing is that it, ever happened. It's it pretty awful. A genocide? Is it? Didn't you study history, as mentioned <laughs> earlier in the show? Yeah, I, I'll put it up against most horrible events of history. What? Yeah. All right. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Okay, Okay. we'll continue that discussion after. That's next week's game. Save it for after the show, <laughs> Yeah. as they say. It's cool that you see, what's cool about video game 20 questions is you haven't played Mass Effect, yeah. but you can still play the game. Yes, mm -hmm. that's true. I like that. Uh, that is all the scoops that we have for you this week. Thank you, Jared. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Marty. Remember, you can always reach us at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. My name is Damon. This is IGN Gamescoop. We're out. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.